0: with Ann and Bill. Ann and Bill are the co-founders of My Conscious Wellness and Love Evolution and Clearly Conscious. They are pioneers in the Canadian consciousness and alternative holistic wellness industry. Their organization and everything they do, including their relationship with each other, are driven by the expansion of conscious awareness through love. As part of their offering and initiatives they introduce and share the use of advanced based technologies, divine sciences, to help balance and harmonize the subtle energies of the human form so that people can get an opportunity to begin to more easily let go of emotions, mental and physical traumas, and experiences stored in the human energy field. Throughout all aspects of what they create and share is to introduce love-based economics back into the world, by weaving a pay it forward manufacturing and other aspects of sacred economics back into everything they do and share to make change possible and available to all. Anne and Bill, thank you so much for being here with us tonight. I'm really excited to hear more about your work.
1: Thank you and welcome for having us, actually.
0: Oh, good. So let's just start off with the basics. You, from my understanding, you guys work with an inner with the energy of love that connects people to their soul. Am, am I understanding that correct?
1: Actually, that's really well, that's really well done. Yeah.
2: Okay. that's
0: better than most interviews <laughs> I've ever got. <laughs> okay, okay. So for people who might not know what that is, can you explain that to us? What is the energy of love that connects people to their soul? And, and how might they be able to, to connect more with that?
1: Uh, I think we'll both answer that yeah. in our own ways. Um, I would say to people, sometimes I answer a question with a question. Why, why do people meditate? And so we, the energy of love to me is the conduit, the conduit of creation. And so we have an intellectual mind and then we have a higher mind. And, and from my perspective, love is, is the stronger conduit to get clarity, which is often why people will meditate or, or follow other practices to be able to more strongly connect to the higher mind rather than living through the linear mind and love just happens to be the source.
2: I like that one, but I'll (laughs) add another, another element to it. I think oftentimes we learn to pray or meditate, to go still, into stillness. And in stillness is the absence of everything, leaving only pure love. And so um, we we work with technologies that increase uh, the coherency or the field of, of silence, if you want to call it that, without having to be silent. So they bang and try to stabilize the energy that's around us. Not that anybody struggles with energies around them, not right now in the world, but um, it's this idea of being able to use technology for our enlightenment or our higher conscious connection, or just freaking feeling good, (laughs) um, which is sometimes what we need
0: that absolutely that sounds great so it sounds like this love that you're talking about this is a a divine love or like a very deep spiritual love that you're talking about correct
1: yeah yeah i would i would say it's an energy which is helps us connect to the divine might be how i look at it yeah
0: got it and then the 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 technology aspect of it um tell us about that. What is this technology and, and how does it work? <laughs> wow. That's
2: a big loaded question. Well, you know, <laughs> I, I, I'll I, I'll, I'll take this one on a little bit, but I want to preface it by saying, I really don't know. <laughs> um, you know, when you walk into uh, Best Buy, um, or any of these computer shops or electronic shops, and and you talk to the person who's showing you that beautiful 80-inch TV. You you understand they really don't know, mm-hmm. but they can look at the brochure and they can tell you about the features and, and and then they'll try to convince you why you buy it, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm going to start the other way around. I don't know. So. What what we've observed it, over the years in working with um, uh, magnetic fields um, that produce scalar energy, you know, scalar energy is that zero point energy, and so in the in the gap between um, the the smallest molecule, so to speak, in the universe is infinite energy, and so what what happens is. Um, we started working with a, a company out of the US uh, thirteen years ago yeah. um, working with the technology. And as I started to work with it because I, I started beforehand, it opened up my consciousness. Um, so what does that mean? Um, for me to go into what many people would call channel state, I don't call it that, but to go into that is a millisecond. so i'm I'm kind of, quasi there a lot of the time of my life now and this technology did that now why did it do that to me because it doesn't do it to everyone when you get more soul embodiment in your being you tend to resonate and go into the things that are innately part of your journey for this life now, again, I don't know. So we believe in multiple lives. Some of your listeners may or may not. and that, That's fine. That, that's good. But for this life, what happened is as I started using these technologies, I started feeling, functioning, and being different. Now, was it making me something I wasn't? Absolutely not. It was making me what I was. But was so disconnected. So, so what happens is we use frequencies. So, if you think of a frequency, think about just let's think of a song you like, any music, right? How does it make you feel?
0: Energized or at peace or like Beautiful. a sense of connection.
2: Can you give me the technical reason why that does that?
0: No, I mean I've no. often wondered that, but yeah. Bingo, I'm the same way,
2: okay. <laughs> so what happens is we use frequencies that have been created with intention and certain frequencies designed to do things. Like some frequencies uh, open, your lo- open your heart to love and playing them um, auditorially and through the technology I'll explain momentarily, you just start feeling open-hearted. It's like, what the heck? And, and you know, full moon, you know, when you have a full moon, it's a little intense. Well, there's a frequency to help reduce the negative effects of a full moon cycle. Mm-hmm. Um, there's frequencies to calm the nervous system, to, to allow us to be uh, joyful and happy. So, really, what we're finding now, even uh, Edgar Cayce, uh, remember that wonderful uh, gentleman in the in the early 1900s uh, said that this is the time of frequency healing was his prediction. And so what happens is we're finding extremely um, talented individuals around the world to work with. They generate the frequency and then we take it and put it into specially wound copper coils inside instruments. Now we're doing it different. We're using 3D printing. Theoretically, someday we may just ship a file and somebody can print their own, for the most part, somewhere in the We're world. not
1: quite there yet. We're
2: not quite there, but that's our vision, because it's not about Anne and, Anne and Bill. It, it, it's about seeing more people being themselves. Not following us, I don't freaking care. Like, no, it, it's like be yourself. The self that these tools and instrument open up, is a deeper awareness of love a deeper awareness of where we are in life in absence of love so when you start coming into coherency you start looking at your life different you say wait a second i'm freaking worthy of a real life i want love i want happiness etc cetera, etc cetera, rather than believing all our stories um do you want to add some stuff to that
1: and then I would simplify your question.
2: Oh my gosh, she's this, good at that. that
1: <laughs> but I, I would only simplify it from a personal perspective. Um, I think the first time I ever experienced them, the feeling was is that I was back home.
2: Oh, yes. That's common.
1: And so that can be a really common experience, especially when we feel disconnected uh, from this world or we don't quite fit in. And so what I found was it was a coherent vibrational energy that assisted me to feel more at ease in the world. And no, I couldn't understand it. And no, I didn't know what it was doing, but I know how it made me feel and still continues to make me feel, which for most people is incredibly important.
0: Yeah. So it sounds like this is something that really just connects you to your most true and highest self.
1: I would say I yes, guess. and over time. Okay. It's, it's not meant to be an um, instantaneous miracle solution.
2: Oh, that'd be great if it was. <laughs> then
1: we'd all be happy dancing and singing because because we're human, right? We have patterns, we have complexities, we have stories that absolutely, with consistent use over time, becomes a greater connection to who to who you are.
0: Yeah. And when you say, when you use the word frequencies, are you talking about sounds? Like if people were to use this technology, are they just hearing like a, a calming sound? Is that how it works?
1: It's a great question. So I'll start with that answer. Totally. And we could even play a quick sample, but we're actually playing frequencies right now. Okay. Through the instruments that are sitting behind us. So there's a number of instruments that have shown up in our life. And this allows us to, Connect with people and meet them where they're at, um, not just financially, but where they're at in their journey, because different instruments have different impact. But we're actually playing them on this call. And although you cannot hear them energetically, they're like an energetic Wi Fi huh. sending out information using sound and scalar to create coherent vibrational fields. And we can certainly play that audio
2: yeah. which we some people really like to hear often
1: it. do yeah. um but it's not necessary to completely receive the benefit to have to auditorily hear them in that some of the frequencies are absolutely fantastic but some aren't always easy on the eardrums and so the benefit of scalar as you can play frequencies that might make you uncomfortable or can't even be heard because now we're dealing with energy that can go beyond just what the, the human mind can comprehend.
0: That's that's interesting. Um, and so, I mean, is this something like, could you play this just like, you know, if somebody was at work, could they put this on and like in their office in the background? Or oh, you, absolutely.
1: They, absolutely. Are, they are placed in all kinds of places around the globe in some people have them in their workspaces. Some people have them in their homes, and so they are meant to be tools of assistance mm-hmm. to create more and more coherence in people's lives over time.
0: That's yeah. That's that sounds great. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know if it's possible to hear the sounds. And that's great. If not, that's okay. And I would. Oh, yeah. It, yeah. And so I would, we'll.
1: Um, It's not as, so if we had plugged the audio right directly into Zoom, it would have been cleaner.
0: Yeah, I was just gonna say that. I'll I'll preface this for anyone listening. You're hearing like sound through sound through sound. So I I know it's not gonna be as clear as if you were right there.
1: But we'll play this as one from Sapien Med. So this particular
0: track is called the vibration of divine love. Got it. This is yeah, thank you. Thank you. I just kind of was curious what this would sound like. So yeah, this is very helpful. Thank you for sharing that with us. Um so how did how did you how did you guys get interested in this? I mean, just do you mind sharing just kind of from the start, like what was going on in your lives and how you decided that you know this is something that not only helps me but we want to spread this to other people.
1: Totally. I think you start because okay. you started the journey. I started the journey so. And then I and then we found each
2: other. Okay. So okay. so in a nutshell I'm a I'm a techie geek. I uh <laughs> I I used to run large IT departments um and was responsible for planning the future for big companies and um but I always thought I needed to, always felt that I was to do more. And and so I I did the beautiful wife, three gorgeous daughters, nice home in the prairies in Canada. For all intents and purposes, I had it made, but I was not happy and I didn't feel um, um, fulfilled, I'm gonna say, in life. My daughter brought me uh, Neil Donald Walsh's books Uh, and laid one on my chest at Christmas and I said, okay, dad, it's time to read it. So I read it and I was raised a preacher's kid. So I had a lot of rules. And and so much of my life, I went through breaking rules. Um, uh, And and I kind of accidentally got into it because I had a physical issue, some physical, and I went to see an energetic uh, worker. Uh, They used a biofeedback system on me. And after they did the session on me, I spent $35,000 by my own, because I felt so good. Wow. And that led me to a journey um, um, to to Colorado. And there I took some advanced training uh, as a spiritual health coach. And I ran into this this type of technology. And in a 45-minute session, it changed my life forever.
0: So... Tell me about that. Um, I
2: guess I guess the way at the beginning of the session, I wondered if there was something out there, you know? At the end, I knew.
0: Wow, that's pretty profound. So, So,
2: so that's the difference between, have you ever bought a lottery ticket?
0: I mean, I think when I turned 18 for fun.
2: <laughs> right. Imagine <laughs> if it was a winning lottery ticket. One digit but it would change everything in your life.
0: Right, yeah.
2: That's what happened. One wow. digit got changed, and my whole life changed. Oh, my. And so I started realizing, pardon my profanity, the holy bleep bleep, um, <laughs> there, there, there really is more to life. Um, and, and not in a way that I was taught through a very charismatic, Baptist-type speak um, um, father, um, but through a way of very visceral, very feeling, and very connected into um, a divine path. And and so that's kind of what started it. And it it was one of those things that I then said, well, what am I going to do? That's what I was going
0: to say. Yeah, so what did you do? What do you do with that? What do you do with that? Well,
2: you take. for me, I take action. (laughs) And and so I started uh, selling these products in Canada, traveling from coast to coast. I used to travel in my little Saturn station wagon, loaded to the roof. Um, and and just traveled and did workshops and groups and chats and explaining, and, and what I realized is um, there's a lot more going on in this world than you think, and when you show up in a town and you put your flag out there, um, the guides make sure the people that need to
0: see you show up. That's a good and, way to put it. Yeah. And
2: so, so I, it, my attitude was it wasn't up to me. I surrendered. I'm willing to give up my love, I'm willing to give of my journey and I'm willing to give my whole life to this. But I'm not willing to be the one feeling I have to find people. So wow. when I get a chance to go someone, people show up. And whether it's a group of one person or five people or 10 people, um, they did. And we shared experiences. By then I was full on channeling, quote unquote. Uh, that was a whole experience of Unwakening uh, in itself. Um, and, and that is the segue into how I met this gorgeous woman beside me. Over to you, Han.
1: So the second segment to that is, um, so former chartered accountant and worked for uh, KPMG. So mm. an, a large organization, but had an innate knowing that I always wanted to make a difference in this world. And so I'd taken about a year and a half sabbatical from my 22 year job and something led me to the Toronto Yoga show on April Fool's Day, 2012. This crazy little monkey had driven from Regina to Toronto which is a significant difference, distance.
2: About 3000 kilometers.
1: And I found him in the first 10 minutes on the trade Ah. show floor. And so for me, it was an innate inner knowing At first, I thought it would be just for me, but what quickly became clear to me through my own intuition, visions, whatever you want to call it, was that I had a bigger journey if I chose. And so I chose. And the two of us for nine years would then together go from coast to coast. It was way better together. Um, introducing and giving people experiences of what it's like to combine divine sciences with their development in whatever form that took. And so it was uh, a very liberating, empowering, but also in all transparency, not easy at times journey, because of course, as you can imagine, not everyone is ready to to really hear and connect to who they really are and so we've been planting seeds together for almost 13 years and now because of the world we've been doing it on zoom we've been doing it in groups we host weekend events because what we find is experience and trust matters it's a you know it's been more of a journey. It's not something you pick up off of Facebook and say, I'll I'll purchase one of those in the moment.
0: Right. Right. And so trust,
1: trust is important. And getting to know us or the other individuals that we've connected with, you know, in other parts of the globe who who have had the experiences who have the instruments so that people can get to understand that we're we're not out there, we're pretty here and, and that this is real.
2: It's been, um, one of my passions was computers. And then I, I'm going to say, came to a higher advanced enlightened state. I'm kidding, <laughs> but let's pretend that happened. And, and so I felt obligated to share love with the world and save the world one or two people at a time. And this is a very common thing you hear. And so we gave of ourselves, as you can imagine, 160 um, percent. And we got back from one trip from Vancouver uh, after six, five, driving five or six, thousand kilometers. I um, said, "I've had no affair. I can't do it anymore. I'm done. I'm out. And so we had a couple trade shows in Nova Scotia. So on the other, other end of the can- Canada and uh, she Anne went yeah. and I sat and I started contemplating and asking um, uh, the team we call our, our guidance group, um, what am I supposed to do? And, and the best words of wisdom ever came through, you love technology. use your skills to have humanity it's great oh duh yeah here i was trying to be a reiki master (laughs) yeah 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 i got the training i didn't like doing that stuff (laughs) a lot of people are good at it not me and and so one of the things that i was was grateful for is this exposure to this computer system biofeedback which is extremely complicated, man, I had five hundred hours and I still hadn't figured it out. and so me, my style, my skill was how can we make a very costly tool available to people in the masses very cost effectively? and it's automation and and so That's one of the things that we do. Is not only do we literally build these devices in our basement with 3D printers and high end winders and we play, um, we also uh, automate one of the world's leading biofeedback tools. So people can get like distance Reiki, distance energy work to support them uh, one, two, five times a day, literally.
0: That's great.
1: And and I guess what I would take from that because my background was economics and commerce is what came full circle is, is when we, I'm going to use the word start to become aware that there's more going on in our reality, sometimes we go on a journey of finding ourselves, but come back to the skill sets and the passions that make us want to share differently in the world. And so when we started to self-develop our own instruments my background in economics and commerce started to come in handy because i kept sensing that the world wanted a different i'm going to call it payment system economic model right? yeah
0: yeah tell us tell us about this because when i saw sacred economics i was very curious so tell us a little bit more about this. It's
2: still, by the way, a preface. I still don't get it. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so one of the things I'd,
1: I'd, I'd probably, well, I'd offered with your blog is actually I'm going to write an article.
2: About yeah.
1: A topic that I'd love to contribute because this is something that's always been a bit of an inner knowing. But to sum it up, here's what I see. Nonprofit world, profit world. They've been divided so the nonprofit world can often be restricted by its capacity especially in canada this may not be true in all parts where there are certain monetary restrictions when we're trying to help people then we've got this monetary world over here that's typically driven by money more 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 and so what mi- what's missing In between, and there's a a very uh, profound writer, uh, Charles Eisenstein, who helped me bring this together as I've been reflecting in our last nine plus years called gift consciousness. In other words, beginning to, I'm gonna say, open the doors to encourage humanity to receive that hope is possible. He wrote a really interesting phrase that our biggest uh, challenge in the human form is actually not giving, it's actually receiving. Yeah. And so when opportunities and individuals and things show up in our life, there has been so much mistrust in this planet that we actually can't see when the world is giving us a chance to set us free. Now, that's a big statement but it's a way of illustrating. And so what's been happening in, within our world is where people are, I mean, we can sell them in a traditional state. I'm you no know, happy to do that, but where people are genuinely interested and willing to connect, what we've created is an open door of engaging with us or the instruments or the community that we've been um, connecting In a way that's different that isn't driven per se by more 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 it's about having an honest conversation about what feels right for you what feels right for us and creating a segue so that people can step into this possibility and what's been interesting is in the last year we've been building even a community who's been talking more actively about the application of sacred economics in their world. And what's intriguing to me is they're starting to apply it. And so this gets down to some of the base levels of, of true metaphysics, right? Is that we trust in the divine flow, it's not something we've been taught really well. We've been taught to hoard and shove in a corner and for a rainy day. I get it. I lived it. I'm a former CPA. I cannot throw <laughs> stones, okay? But what I see is really starting to challenge, even in our own lives or in, in our own, own organizations, this capacity to learn, to let it flow, which means sometimes you gift somebody something, but not with condition or a hook of then they might sign up for something. Okay. It's about understanding that the universe will always bring it back, and it may be in a form we cannot expect. And so, we've been practicing that in our own lives. It's a big shift for us. It's not been comfortable, let's be clear. Um, but we're starting to see it even within the individuals we've been connecting with. And so, it's a very exciting time.
0: That yes, that sounds like a yes. I mean, you're talking about when you're talking about gifting. Is it is it just monetary, or is it also services, or is it your talent, and your time? Is it all, all of that? the above,
1: baby? It's actually product. It's product. We've been gifting. It's services. Uh, it's economic models where we say, okay, if you're interested. Where are you at? How do you feel about exchanging X amount of dollars? Does that feel right for you? Like it's real transparent, honest, not Facebook conversations where people are willing to take a step of action to more actively, I'm going to say embody themselves and receive the gifts that the world is willing to bring them to help them do so.
0: That's, yeah, that's great. And you, uh, you mentioned the community. Is this um, a, a, an online community or is it live? Or is there a way that if people want to connect with, to it?
1: Yep, there's lots of ways. So a couple of years ago, we actually entered the Patreon world where it is an online community that uh, connects um, live um, once in a while and electronically. Um, and shares and then within that community becomes the ones that can contribute what they feel is appropriate Hmm. to be able to receive um, certain services so that's probably the biggest way but then we also host uh, for example we have one coming on December 10th 11th and 12th where people can come for a weekend and Hmm. connect with like minds on zoom Okay. experience some of what we're sharing in others in the group and then at the end it's not a free donation type event what we're doing is empowering people to reflect and then contribute what they feel is appropriate for that experience and in that helps build some of that openness and trust
0: that's yeah that's that's a fascinating way to do things and um i imagine it leaves people feeling more empowered and grateful too well, a lot of people are very uncomfortable with it.
1: It's fun to watch, fun, Matt. Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> well, now I'm curious. How are how are they uncomfortable with it? What, what happens?
1: Well, let's have some fun. If I said to you, I have a technology for you, Matt. What would you like to pay for it? <laughs> I,
0: mean, I would probably want to try it out first or I mean, I might, <laughs> it depends on the mood I'm in. I mean, I might be right. like, I, yeah.
2: Right. You see This community, people that we've got to know, when we started building the technology, we didn't know what really we had. Right? Yeah. And so we went to the community and said, we're building something. We don't know what it does. Do <laughs> you want one? And how much do you want to pay for it?
1: And we told them to ask themselves to meditate or ask their higher yeah. self or some people muscle test or just go with your gut instinct and so when i say that what what i really feel if that was the answer between you and i Matt, which i'd be great with not not hooking you on the spot okay <laughs> but to use it as an example is is empowering you to make a decision that's right for you yeah so does that make sense absolutely we're, we're so used to being told Well, if you want my product, it's going to cost you $10,000. And I'm not saying that that product's not worth 10 grand, okay? (laughs) But that doesn't mean that that's what's right for you. And so it's a reversal of the value proposition. It's rather than me going out and saying to you, I've got this product that's going to save the world. Because you won't hear me saying that, but I'm being ridiculous on Mm -hmm. some level. What I see is I have something that I believe is of value. How can we work together for you to engage with it and then reflect and decide what it really is worth to you? And sometimes, you know, I may not agree to what it is you ask, but if you don't ask, then I can't offer. And it's, it's a very different arrangement one yeah. time day. And when it comes particularly to, um, I'm going to call it spiritually based type um, services, experiences and products, because the flip side is we can't actually quantify, right, when we're doing more uh, sacred type work. The truth is, we probably undervalue ourselves all the time. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that I know what it's really going to be worth to you and your destiny. And so in creating that openness, we create the capacity, I think, together to create a stronger relationship based in love and in trust, which which isn't that common uh, in right. this B and, H. and And so that's the best way I can answer what it is that we're seeking to do.
0: Yeah, no, that, that definitely sounds, I mean, yeah, I, I like that idea. I can, I mean, it, it, I can sort of relate to that in different aspects of my life. Um, but again, it sounds like you're, you're putting a service out there and you're saying, you know, what, what are, what, what does this mean to you? What is this worth to you? And, um, yeah, that's a, that's a fascinating way to doing things. (laughs) Um, and is this now, do you, you, is this part of all of your companies or I don't know if you call them companies, but you have my conscious wellness, love evolution and clearly conscious are those, are, they, are those three separate entities, or do they all combine kind of the same things?
1: I mean, they, Clearly Conscious was the first website that we built together
0: Together, <laughs> okay.
1: Uh, nine years ago. So a little bit of an older energy for us, okay. um, a little bit. And a lot of people would say to us, there's too much information. I can't <laughs> understand it all. So a few years back, we started to separate them. So Love Evolution was more focused on what do we mean by evolution, love, consciousness, and some of the initiatives that we run around that. And then My Conscious Wellness became a little bit more educational and product focused. What instruments were in our lives? How did we get here? What do they mean? And so that's why the three different websites in the moment, and, and there's more, um, but that was kind of the evolution of those that those initiatives over the years.
0: So, so it it sounds like you know in, in your work with these different um, websites and businesses, um, I imagine you're you're working with a lot of people who are seeking to either raise their consciousness or just feel better or let go of limiting beliefs or even traumas. I mean, what are some of the common blocks that you see um, that that people that get in the way of people's evolution
2: well i would say there's a few (laughs) Um, not feeling worthy i i would say that's that's gotta be up there um we've been taught to be so disempowered um we're not worthy of this we're not worthy of that um i would say that would be one that comes to mind pretty instantly I think the other one is people really really enjoy being sick
0: <laughs> what do um, you what tell me about that because I what do you mean by that I mean I, I don't I don't disagree I think I know what you said I think I know what you mean by that but well wh- wh- why why do you think that is <laughs>
2: you know what if you want to be a long distance runner you may actually have to run
0: <laughs> yeah
2: Right. Yeah. And and if you want to be a person of uh, higher consciousness of integrity, gotta be integral.
0: Right. Okay, I you, get it.
2: Right. Yeah. Um, and, and if you want to be happy, you have to be willing to give yourself a chance. Yeah. Uh, be happy. And sometimes learning to run makes the muscles sore. And and often we find that one of the downsides to this tool, these tools is you don't necessarily know what's going on. Now, there's some good side and bad side to that. If you don't know what's going on, your ego can't make a story up, so it grasps at straws, right? If you think you know, then you can blame the item. When you don't know, you create all these stories. And, and so, it's an interesting um, challenge to people to be willing to go inside. And your transformation and evolution is not um, due to the technologies. It happens to be because the technology create a higher consciousness field. Then you still need to step up to it. I see. This is not shooting the silver bullet. It, yeah. It's like. So, so I don't want to be too personal, but do you take supplements or or eat really healthy or anything like that?
0: Yeah, I mean, I I'll, I'll take drink like take vitamins and protein. Cool. Why? <laughs> I mean, yeah, for health health and wellness do, reasons. Do you think you'll
2: ever get addicted to them and you really need them?
0: <laughs> Probably not.
2: But they're good, and they make yeah. you feel better.
0: Right. 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 Yes. So,
2: so we have people. They, they will back away from a technological solution. They'll say, I might become addicted.
0: Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, well, yeah. sorry,
2: sure. You're addicted to happiness. You want to
0: feel right. better. Yeah.
2: We're, we take food in.
0: Right. You know, if we just
2: eat at, sorry, McDonald's, fast food chains for the rest of our lives, we might feel different. And, and so the worthiness, but also there's a deep distrust of technology due to spiritual people, frankly yeah we to the abuse of humanity by technologies so we are saying that it's time to use technology to evolve consciousness when you evolve consciousness you change the world when you evolve uh, everything else and solve this problem not in your consciousness levels humanity is low you fuck it up again so so the real belief we carry is that through love we evoke consciousness like we can change the world with a whole bunch more guns not uh-uh, <laughs> not interested done that right? right now is the time to step up to real people being real and loving and changing economic models changing manufacturing models where 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 now we pay it forward with our love into a product and we may never ever get paid back for it and we're good with that um so i would say number one not feeling worthy uh i would say um not believing that they're they're capable of doing anything um and and like i said that extra one people seem to really relish staying where they are And, and see that's sometimes because you're so disempowered and and what's the jumper cables to get you started that's what we find these technologies do
0: I see. we'll have
2: people going oh my god I can't get out of my loop I'm stuck I just can't break it loose good stick one of these little babies or get on the <laughs> remote service oh my god in three months my whole life has changed around
0: yeah. we had
2: somebody within three days three days her world turned around
0: wow and what yeah I'm curious what what sort of positive changes are you do people see with this stuff
1: so so that's a great question i answered earlier to just say that that will absolutely vary yes from human to human it's not predictable because your journey in your life is not right. we're not the same but what we've observed is that where an individual is stuck in a loop or a pattern, I'll give you my own example in a moment, it's it's an opportunity to get them out because we're working in the out. It's a disruptor, that's a great way. And when, when we're often playing trauma patterns, which many of us are in the egoic form, sometimes we need help to get out. And so what we work together over the years is we've used the instruments to help disrupt the patterns, help transmute some of that lower vibrational density energy so that the individual gets greater clarity and opportunity to make choices they might not have otherwise had the energy or the capacity to make without right. resistance. And that's the magic.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, again, I'm hearing it's like, that's a good a supplement example. It's still up to the person to make those decisions decisions and changes, but your technology helps facilitate that or gives them a greater platform or, or framework to do that with.
2: Have have you ever gone to like a weekend event or a week-long event and got all charged up? It's like, yo, I can do this world, man. I'm going to do whatever, podcast, whatever it is. Right,
0: yes. And you come
2: back, and then you come back into life. (laughs) And all the energy goes, "Mm." Well, these devices are designed to keep that energy going in your life.
0: That's great. That's great. So it sounds like this is something you recommend. You know, people do like on a daily basis, or at least you know, close to a daily basis.
1: Yep. There's uh, there's da- several different things we can offer. Some of them are daily, and some of them are literally putting them into their environment potentially twenty four hours a day, seven days a week.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: In other words, it's providing energetic air support um, all the time without consciously needing to do other things. I'm not saying don't do, please. We have lots of things we do and experience in our lives in addition to this, but it's kind of like food for the soul
2: that can be in your field as often as
0: you like. Wow. Vit- vitamins for enlightenment. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Point here on your uh, show. I like that. I like that. <laughs> vitamins for enlightenment. That's great. Um, that's, that's, that's awesome. Um, well, I, I know we've covered a lot. I mean, is there anything that we haven't covered that you feel like is important uh, to talk about?
1: I think one of the things you and I, Matt, and we thought we would close maybe today is is offer uh, those that are on your um, spiritual blog
0: uh,
1: and website an opportunity to listen to a vibrational set of frequencies.
0: Yeah, that'd be great. So we weren't
1: going to do it today. Yes. What I would love to do within the context of your site is give them a chance to press play Yes, to experience it and from there decide if they wanted to reach out and actually have a conversation.
0: Yeah, we that would
1: really be, really be honored.
0: Yeah, that would be that would be great. That would be great. Um, yeah, thank you for that. Um, and then you know if people do want to reach out and connect with you, what's the best website or way to get in touch with you guys? We can
1: do that. So we created one called Meet and Bill. and bill.ca. One hit landing page that kind of then can diverge into 9,000 other things if you want to get nuts. But it really does summarize the two of us, um, our intentions, what we're wanting to do with the world. And then from there, if you feel called, reach out and take a step of action, we would say, based in love. Uh
0: Well, that would be great. I would definitely uh, put that in the write-up so people can find that. But yeah, people who are listening, that's a, that's a great resource to go. It's, it's a very interesting website. I went to it um, you know, the past week or two and it's, it's got a lot of interesting information there too. So it's a fun website to visit. A
1: lot of years so, of love in there.
2: <laughs> I guess the other thing is we are we don't pride ourselves of being marketers. We're <laughs> proud of loving people. Right. Ado. Yeah, and, and open heartedly participating, um, and in the change of this this world, um, to a to a higher consciousness and to a a more loving based uh, way of living, and and that to us is is really the important thing. All of this is fun stuff.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. Well. I- I appreciate both of you guys, your, your time and your wisdom. I mean, it's very fascinating. And, um, you know, I, you know, I, that I think you make a good point when you talk about, I can tell you you genuinely want what's best for other people. Um, and I think, I think Bill, you had mentioned earlier, you just, you surrender the process over and whoever needs to hear it and find it will, and um, you know, I think that's the best way to do it. So I, I appreciate your guys' time and, and wisdom and, and, and sharing your technology too.
1: And I guess what we would close is we're grateful for you
0: yeah. and your Thank platform you for doing what you're doing
1: because oh. it is individuals like you and your platforms that gives each one of us the opportunity to find each other.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, that's great. It's been uh it's been a lot of, a lot of fun and very, uh, very uh, inspiring and insightful. So thank you. Uh, thank you both, uh, Ann and Bill, for your, your time and wisdom. It was, it was wonderful chatting with you guys tonight. All right. Have a good
1: evening.